The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And hello to all. Today we're talking about a really, really fun topic, and that is we're talking about your coworkers. <laughs> if you are a coworker, we're going to be talking about you. If you have coworkers, I'm going to be talking with you about them. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting conversation today. Usually I'm only focused on you. Um, usually I'm only focused on your own personal and spiritual development. And oftentimes we are focusing on your soul because it is your soul that fuels the power of who you are. And if your soul is not vibing at the right level, you're not going to be your true essence of you. Um, if you don't know my work, this is Coach Mo Fall, and I am rocking and rolling a 12-week workshop for professional women to help them bring their souls to work to land their dream jobs. It's, it's the core of what I do. And in that workshop, we help women realize the power of their soul, reclaim it, and basically resuscitate it. And it's only through that process where a great resume, a great LinkedIn profile, and a great interview technique and landing a great job and claiming your worth to have the salary that you deserve uh, can happen. If you're not in the power of your soul, none of that is going to go in the most aligned, powerful, magnificent way. So in the 12 weeks that we work with our ladies, we move them through that in a very powerful, very specific uh, recipe of how we take our ladies from passed over for promotion, toxic bosses, um, overwhelm, loss of a job. Some of our ladies have quit jobs in desperation, um, looking for a way out of their anxiety or their overwhelm. And unfortunately, in those situations, we really have to lift those gals up because when you quit, you have telegraphed to the universe a, a different level of what you are giving up on. So um, if you're on the verge of wanting to quit your job and you are overwhelmed and not sure what to do, please give us a call. At, well, give us, uh, visit my online booking page, which is mofall.com slash give me clarity. All of the women we work with, the first thing that we do is go through a uh, a deep dive as to what's working in your career, what's not, and where you want to go. We'll help you understand what you're capable of. We'll help you understand what's really going on and what the truth is and why it is that your career is not working for you. You'll gain that level of clarity. And if it seems like uh, the right fit, we may invite you into our workshop. Um, and and on, on that note, um, we will help you bring your soul back to work and claim your dream job. It's what we do well. It's what I'm a, very passionate about. Um, and today, I'm going to talk about how bringing your soul to work can impact yourself and your coworkers, who you are and what you're all about. Because there are some true 
problems. When your soul is not shiny and bright, there's some problems that you're bringing to work. And that impacts your coworkers because there's something I want you to know as the truth of the truth. The way the universe is put together as an energetic universe, your energy introduces who you are before you physically show up. Your energy, not your caffeinated physical energy, but your psychic, spiritual, soulful energy vibration that you are putting out into the universe by being who you are today. That energetic signature is showing up before your physical body shows up. It is the thing that people feel about who you are that they can't put their finger on exactly. Your energetic signature is your soul's current state. So I'm going to call you out a little bit right now and tell you this, that your soul's state is responsible for arranging everything you see in your physical world. Your soul's state is energetically matching up with everything out there. But Mo, why is California on fire and why COVID? I didn't start that. I didn't energetically put that out there. Yes, there are things at the macro level that are beyond you. But how you relate and interact with those things out there is a direct reflection of the state of your soul. I can guarantee you that I react differently to external events and what's going on out there than I did 10 years ago, that I did 20 years ago. As a matter of fact, it was about 15 years ago when I stopped watching the regular news. I used to wake up in the morning getting ready to for work watching the Today Show. Now, no diss on the Today Show. It's a, a lovely program, and at the time it was, um, I think, uh, Katie Couric and Matt Lauer, and then... Meredith Vieira at some point, um, I think we remember the ripped from the headlines uh, that happened with that show and the hosts, and I'm not sure who actually hosts it now. But every single morning, getting ready for work, I'd be watching the Today Show, getting the headlines, getting what's going on, the deep dive into all the drama of what's going on in the world and all of this and rehashing the stories from yesterday and 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 creating all sorts of other uh anxiety provoking drama about the news and about how horrible this is and how horrible that is. Well, there was a point about 15 years ago where I made a personal decision that I no longer wanted to start my day getting that energetic download from all the horrible things happening in the world. And as a matter of fact, I remember what was top of the news at that time. And there was a plane crash, um, somewhere in, um, the Hong Kong area, I believe. And they were searching for the black box day in and day out searching for the black box. And I was just over it. And I decided that I was not going to start my day with, with the today show anymore. And I was going to absolutely reduce any and all news consumption, uh, specifically from TV, from my inputs. Remember, 
you are a physical person who has five senses. You are also a soulful spiritual person who has an energy body and your energy body is absorbing and receiving as well as transmitting. So you are taking in and sending out energy all the time, all around your body, your toe tips, top of your head, tip of your nose, the whole physical body is emitting an energy signature and you are receiving energy from other people, places, things, events, expectations, etc. You're constantly exchanging energy. Constantly. So what I want you to appreciate as a human being is that you are physically taking in the world through your eyes, ears, nose, mouth, and touch. And you are energetically taking in the world. And you are also pushing out against and transmitting your energy. And you are also pushing out against and reacting to your physical senses. I burnt uh, my bagel a little bit this morning. So in my house, there was the smell of burnt. I'm sure everyone can relate to that. And when you have that smell of burnt, it lingers in the air. And so for a couple of hours, and maybe still if I stepped out into my kitchen, I've been in my office for a few hours, I would probably still smell the linger of that burnt. What is, what is going on with that? What's happening is that the carbon atoms that have transformed because they have been heated too long, the, the bread molecules have turned into uh, carbon that is somewhat not digestible <laughs> at this point. All the sugar atoms have been uh, basically baked out and it's turned into some crispy carbon. And that emits a odor, which is another chemical, into the air. And that chemical hangs on to the molecules of the air. Now, I don't know that you expected a science lesson today, but I'm always all about science because everything we do energetically has a component in science. So as I burn my, my bagel and as the carbon atoms are released, as they are being uh, heated too much and those chemical smells are being released into the air and hanging on to air molecules, they're lingering. So that physical smell is still present even though I burnt my bagel three plus four hours ago. So you got to know that if a physical smell can linger in the air for four hours, you know that energetically there's energy lingering in the, in the, in the air it's not technically air, it's, it's space, it's called the quantum field, but you know that there's an energy signature that's hanging out there. I bet every single one of you listening to this call today knows a time where you actually walked into a meeting, walked toward people, and you could feel their energy before you got right up with them. You could feel something that was not congruent with what you want to feel. And I will tell you this, your ability to pick up those feelings and those sensations is exactly what I'm talking about with your soul. You're picking up and receiving both physically and spiritually. 
every single millisecond, even while you're sleeping, even while you're sleeping. You're literally picking up all the thought feeling energy that you are processing as you're dreaming and sleeping. You're, you're continuing to tell your, your physical body and your soul body what's right and true. So if you go to sleep with anxiety, if you go to sleep with worry, you're reminding your soul and your body that you're worried. And you're not only physically having a worry response physically, where your brain is clicked in with danger brain and you've got negative harmful chemicals circulating in your body because your body is convinced that it's got to fight off an invader, even though you're lying in bed and just tossing and turning. These very specific things that are going on within you 24-7 are affecting how you engage in the world and how the world engages with you. Some of us cannot really understand that that's true. Some of us are just so busy reacting to the world that we don't really appreciate that we are continually recycling our thought feeling energy into the world and receiving back from the world. And we are in a constant feedback loop. Why is this important when it comes to the coworkers in your life? Because they are bringing that to you and you are bringing yours to them even on Zoom, even work from home, even remote, you are exchanging energy because the quantum field has a energetic response of zero. When you are relating to others, you are in their energy vibrational field, whether you're around the world or on a Zoom call or in person, you are exchanging an energetic pattern with them. And if it's someone who you have had multiple interactions with, you are even tied more deeply to their energetic pattern. And you then will have expectations based on your experience with that person. Um, last night, I was kicking off my, um, my Leadership Academy, which is an eight-week program that's only available to the uh, ladies who have gone through my first 12-week program. And I was talking about just this very thing, how we are always intertwined with people we have long longer standing relationships with and what ends up happening is if you have a negative energy exchange with a coworker you bring that signature to that relationship over and over again just like the burnt bagel hanging in the air that experience that you have with that coworker stays with your energy signature and your expectations of that person. You now will alter your energy pattern and your personality based on that energy exchange experience. And what happens is that you will repeat to yourself in your thought feeling energy, what that experience was. And if it was positive, if it was empowering, if that person appreciated you and said, good job, you have a positive imprint going out and through you. If it was negative, you have a negative experience going out and through you 
based on that person. And everything you do from that point forward will be either reinforcing that imprint or shifting it slightly. But it's all altered by that experience. You can't get rid of that experience. You might mentally think you could forget about it and move on, but energetically it's still with you unless you do some deep work to release it. And those are some of the techniques that we coach and teach in our workshop because it's important for you to navigate the world differently and have different success and different levels of feeling about who you are and how you navigate the world. It's, it's important that you release some of these energetic bonds and experiences, not only of how you perceive yourself, but also of how you perceive the world, which includes every person that you're interacting with. So if you have a meeting coming up with a person you have had a negative reaction or response or interaction with, you're going to bring that signature. I was just actually coaching one of our new gals in our kick-ass workshop um, around an interaction she was um, going to have with her boss today. And she has many, many negative, deeply emotional negative experiences with this person who used to be a very positive influence in her life. And once there was a boss uh relationship the dynamics shifted and so she is now fearful of interacting with this person and overcompensating by overthinking and actually making let's just call it some mistakes strategically because she is trying to prevent herself from being yelled at again so when we are protecting ourselves and filtering the world in a way that says, I must protect myself from this person. We are then not going to be communicating authentically, powerfully, and being the person that we know we need to be, must be for our success. So there will be trips, imperfections, holdbacks, imperfect communication, um, and all sorts of self-isolation that will happen. And then that person will sense that and now we have another dynamic that is causing an additional layer of negativity in that relationship and it just keeps getting worse from that point forward unless it's corrected the first correction is our perception that that person is who we experienced before our first correction is telling ourselves it doesn't always have to have been that way but we still have the energetic memory. And so we have to clear that up too. So we have this perception, we have an energetic memory, and now we are dancing around that memory and that energetic perception. And we are being some way that we feel we need to be to protect ourselves, which is not our authentic best self. And now we've crafted some fake way of being so that we can avoid being yelled at. And what always happens is that when you have to tap dance around someone, you're actually making the energetic bond worse. You are degrading your own personal authenticity and power. And that person is perceiving it. And they're going to be more negative towards you because now your, your energetic signature coming toward them is more negative. So their response is going to be responding to that negative energetic pattern that you're putting out there. <sighs> Please take that in. 
if you're new to this type of work, that may have been a lot for you to digest. If you're listening to me for the first time, I will tell you that the way that I help our professional women up level and claim their souls back and land their dream jobs and live in a way that is free and happy and exciting is by helping them clear up this very bad, very negative, very disempowering, habitual way that humans dance through life in a survival tactic. There's a woman in our uh, workshop, she just graduated a, a little bit ago and landed a great job. It's not exactly what she wanted, but it's a great company and a great opportunity for her. It may be exactly what is perfect for her in the end, but her mind is not quite there. But in her heart and in her soul, she knows it's a great opportunity. So I wanted to touch in with her to congratulate her about landing this job. And um, we missed each other a couple of weeks ago. Then I went on vacation and uh, now back trying to reconnect. And she and I reconnected this morning. Her enthusiasm and happiness and her soul's vibration was so high. And she is so enjoying being who she is. And she was so grateful for everything we coached her through and taught her in the workshop. She went into the workshop being under such duress from her boss that her boss tried to manipulate the situation to fire her. And for the first few weeks of being in the workshop, we helped this woman navigate that scenario. And frankly, I've been there before and I know exactly how to navigate those types of situations. And I gave this woman all of the best tactics and strategies. And what ended up happening is that the, um, the, the boss basically knew that she could no longer really fire this woman. And she ended up uh, eliminating this, our client's position, and which meant that our client got a severance package rather than being fired. And there would have been no severance package on getting fired. So, so now we have a client for a few weeks in our workshop. We've helped her navigate that, basically go from losing a job to having a cushion of being able to reconstitute herself and her career and land something better. So now we're, we're going off to work on the formula that we use, and she's bringing her soul alive. She's beginning to see how awesome she is. She's doing the work. She's following the process that we have. She's getting coached. She's now getting her resume up to the level that reflects all of the wonderful things she's done as a professional, getting her LinkedIn up to that level, and beginning to network and and apply for jobs and reach out and connect with people uh, all according to the process and the coaching that we provide our, our ladies in our workshop. And she begins to go after opportunities, interview for opportunities. And as she's doing that, she's continuing to bring her soul's vibration up and becoming a higher, better and more empowered version of herself, which now is changing her elect her energetic signature into the field which is effectively the only guarantee that you ever have of creating and crafting a better life for yourself and a better career is to change your energetic signature. If this woman would have uh, 
um, gotten fired, which would have happened without our help. I mean, that, 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 would have been, that would have happened because she didn't know how to play the game at the next highest level, and we do. So she would have gotten fired. She would have felt absolutely defeated and angry. And she knows, and she mentioned this to me this morning, that she was carrying around so much emotional baggage of feeling horrible about herself because of how her boss had been treating her for the past year plus that she hardly could even get through the day. And so had she brought that energetic signature and emotional baggage with her on her job search, I will guarantee you that there would have been a really bad job that she would have landed. She would have attracted a job that would have been punishing again to her because that is how it is put together by our creator. It is put together that what you sow, you reap. And that literally means that your emotional, spiritual, energetic body is what you're sowing every single day into the field. You are planting seeds. If you are negative, beaten down, feeling lousy about yourself, believing all the BS, watching the news, feeling crappy, feeling threatened, feeling like the world is a big doom pot. If that is how you are sowing the seeds of your energy into the world, you are going to attract more of that. You're going to be sucked into that energy and you are going to be attracting all of that to you like Velcro. Back, 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 back. It's all going to come your way. And that is a disaster. It's a disastrous way to live, even though millions of people do it. Millions of people live their lives that way. There's a woman who's um, uh, in our Facebook group, in our um, kick-ass workshop, and I just happened to kind of take a look at her uh, Facebook, and it's all negative, inflammatory, dramatic stuff. And I said to her, you, you, you got to calm down focusing on all of that. It is creating a negative energetic signature for you. And You've got to be careful what you invite in and what you put out because it will determine your life. It will determine your career. I'm going to talk more about this after the break. If you like what you're hearing from me and if you're like, wow, I never heard this stuff spelled out this way. This is a whole new way of looking at it. Trust me, we have a great, great formula to get your soul and career back on track. And it starts with a clarity call, mofall.com slash give me clarity. I'll be right back after the break for more on how you and your coworkers interact at the energetic level and how it affects you. This is Coach Mo Fall. See you in a minute. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are back talking about your soul's vibration and how it affects you and your co-workers. For the first half of this show, I set up the, the way that our energetic vibration affects the world and how the world affects our energetic vibration. And because we are continuing and constantly transmitting and receiving our energetic feedback mechanism into the field, 
we are indeed the maneuverers, dare I say manipulators, of our energy signature and how the field responds to us. And when you are in a negative pattern with a coworker, you are continuing to stay committed to that negative pattern and it degrades over time. Because not only each interaction that you have, you're certain how it's going to go, but every time you think about it, every time you put thought, feeling, energy about that, every time you obsess about that event that happened or who that he or she is and how they've treated you or not treated you or disrespected or ignored or said something, every time you replay that in your mind, you are feeling and thinking that energy imprint over and 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 over each time. So if you find yourself obsessing about a negative situation, you better cut that out right now because it is enhancing your negative energy signature. Every time you think of a negative event, you are re-energizing that emotional signature and you are degrading your energy. You are moving away from your soul's best energy. I don't take this very lightly because I understand the severity of how human beings craft what comes their way by what their emotional energetic signature is. You have to understand this in order to change it. And if you do not understand this, what will eventually happen is that you will become a victim of the world. Because when you don't understand your participation and your responsibility in your energetic signature in the field, and what it does, when you do not understand that, you are going to be victimized by it. How come this is happening to me? How come people don't treat me with respect? How come I just keep having one toxic boss after another? I hope now you understand the reason why. And I'm not blaming you for it. It's a very common human condition. Because they don't teach this in school. I'm pretty sure that your parents didn't help you understand this because they didn't understand it either. And if you were raised in a very traditional religious way like I was, you were told to just pray and things would get better. But if you're praying on top of obsessing about a negative situation, it's doing you no good. Because that negative energetic thought feeling energy is more energized than any prayer that you will ever say. There's very few people on this planet who pray with the emotional intensity of how they feel about a coworker. Please feel free to call in and tell me that that's not true for you. Please feel free to call in and tell me that you have more emotional intensity around praying than you do about the vitriol that you might be spewing out about a coworker who did you wrong. And if you'd like to talk about that or anything I'm talking about today or anything about your soul or your career, I'm happy to entertain a 
phone call and talk to you directly and personally today. And that number is 816-251-3555. It's time to get some free coaching. And within a few minutes, I'm going to be able to help you get some clarity and some direction on something that might be bothering you and holding you at bay. Because if you are continuing to talk about and think about a negativity that you have with a coworker who also could be called boss, because if you think about it, your boss is one of your coworkers, you are sending out negative energy that is creating an attractor pattern for more negative energy. Wouldn't it be interesting if you began thinking and feeling to yourself how wonderful all your coworkers are? But it's not your coworkers that are the problem. It's you because you have the elect electronic, you have the uh, energetic signature that is making all of the difference in the world. Your coworkers and how they treat you are actually a reflection of what's truly going on in you. I know you don't want to really take responsibility for that, but your coworkers are the reflection of your soul. Yeah. I know that may be difficult to take in. I will tell you that that is not only the, the laws of the universe, but I've also seen it reversed. I have seen hundreds of women reverse their energetic signature in the field because they do the soul work that we prescribe for them in our 12 week program and that we coach them through and train them on. And after even sometimes after a day or two, they are changing their emotional energetic signature into the field and that immediately shifts their attractor pattern. It's really quite good and it's quite profound. And then that woman is like, Mo, you're never going to believe what happened. That boss I used to have that was treating me horribly and terribly just complimented me on my work and said that she might have a project for me. That's something that I've been desiring to do for a long time. Wow. It is that predictable. When you change your soul's energy, which is changing your thought, feeling energy, when you change that and you move toward empowerment and recognizing how awesome you are and how awesome you are, mostly because you are a image and likeness of your creator. When you begin to see who you are and your brilliance and your awesomeness and your natural gifts and talents, and you begin to rely on the core of who you are, you change your emotional energetic signature in the field and the field changes to you. There's no better truth or greater truth that I can share with you than that. Looks like we have a caller, Julia. Hello, Julia. This is Coach Mo. How can I help you today? Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I have a situation with um, my coworker. Um, I used to be a coworker and I became a supervisor. Mm. Um, 
he's a male, I'm a female. Um, mm-hmm. Everything was fine until um, he was notoriously late. Mm-hmm. And he was very, um, he didn't care. Like He would come in 10, 15 minutes late and be very vocal mm-hmm. and disrupt mm-hmm. everyone. And uh, um, I'm, you know, I always give people benefit of the doubt. So I just, when I, I had a meeting with him one-on-one and I said, I'm just concerned because there's a, a shift in pattern. I'm seeing that you're coming in late. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there a reason, like, he's having some health issues? I said, can I help with anything? And he was very normal about it. He says, oh, I just watched too much TV in the morning, so maybe I should just leave the house early. And I said, okay, that's fine. Please do so because, you know, your work Mm -hmm. schedule is at start at a certain time. Mm -hmm. I went back to my desk. He sent me a nasty email saying that he's going to change his um, hours. I went to him and I said, can we talk about this in private? He was Mm -hmm. very vocal in front of the whole department. And I said, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. I can't talk to you about it in the whole, in this environment. It has to be one-on-one. He refused to talk to me. Mm. And ever since there's a, um, there, the, the situation hasn't been better. It's been a few years, but even my manager the other day, she, she says, I noticed that it's, it's not you, but it's you and him. He just mm-hmm. treats you differently. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, like, I've been nothing but kind to him, but I just mm-hmm. don't know how to fix this. Right. Okay. So um, whenever I hear a situation like this, Julia, and thanks for calling in and sharing this, this is a very common problem. And I'd like to um, offer you a few suggestions. And the first thing that I want to help you look at is how you feel about being a, a manager or a supervisor. How do you feel um, about that? I feel good about it. I like my job. I think I'm mm-hmm. very kind to people. I always people give people benefit of a doubt. Um, I will bring issues to a surface, but this is, I, I feel, so I don't have a problem saying, hey, this should be done different way, but I just feel that it's now it's personal. So I don't know if he doesn't think that I should be in the position I am. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, okay. But let me just let me just highlight a few things that you said, if you don't mind. And again, I don't know you sure. that well at all, but I'm just going to, I'm listening and I'm hearing words and I want to sort of challenge a few things for you. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. So, it seems like it's a high value for you to be kind. It is. Um, which is all well and good, especially with your family. But sometimes when we're in an authority position, that can't be the leading value. Sometimes. You might be a kind person, but acting kind might be misinterpreted by some people in the planet as weak. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... One of the things that a lot of women I've worked with, including myself, Julia, to be honest with you, is that we perceive ourselves a certain way and we think as a supervisor that we have to just be authentically me. And if I am not kind, I'm going to violate my identity. But sometimes different human beings who come our way require us to be different than who we are naturally. And in order to invoke authority and to gain respect from certain individuals, 
we have to come from a different place in order to have them react differently. So you have no idea possibly what this person's signature is and what their belief system and understanding is about women in power. I'm guessing that no. you don't really know that. No. It, it, it seems like that there might be some beliefs that this person has about women in power. And perhaps, again, not to get totally Freudian on it, but this is some of the things that are possible. Perhaps he had a mother that screamed and yelled at him all the time, and he felt crappy as a human being. And because you're a female in power, he's perceiving that you're that person. So he has to fight back, even though you're not really fighting with him. That may be his perception. Again, there could be millions of different scenarios that he's coming from. But that's not really your issue. What your issue is, if you keep doing the same thing to treat him a certain way and it's not working, the problem is that you're not really paying attention and you have to shift your response and how you are with that person. So being kind may not work for this person. And the other thing, you give people the benefit of the doubt is, is something that you said. Yeah. I sort of know what that means as far as how that looks in the outside world. But could that mean that you're actually withholding your power and letting them be powerful until they do something quote unquote wrong? So perhaps you're actually vacating a power position when you should be stepping into it. And what happens with certain people is that they will fill the void that you're creating for them because they perceive that you're not strong enough. I understand, yeah. As a supervisor, I will tell you the one thing that is absolutely true is that you have to be a little nimble in what you turn on and turn off as far as how you act and react with different people because everyone has a different template. I'm not saying that you have to be this version of Julia and that version of Julia and be all over the place and not be true and authentic. Just because you have to be either more strict or more specific with certain people doesn't mean that you're not kind. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, I well, it, it was a big learning curve for me, um, mm -hmm. but I think I'm I'm becoming stronger and I can mm -hmm. call things out easier. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So if you were to be the version that you know that you might need to be for this person, what would be some of those characteristics that you can imagine in your mind's eye and in your heart that you may have to be in order to get this person to, to be a, a team player for you that works for you? What do you think you have to be or who do you have to be for, for that to work? Well, I think I have to be more account. Well, he has to be more accountable. I think I was just letting letting him make some. He says, "Oh, I did it this way," and I said, "Well, you didn't follow instructions. Oh, I mm -hmm. did the best I can." So I think I I just have to make him more accountable, mm -hmm. and um, and maybe just follow up uh, if things are not happening the way I want. Follow up mm -hmm. sooner mm -hmm. than later. Um, mm -hmm. So say, hey, how can we correct it and ask for feedback? So I, I'm, I'm all on board with using the word we 
But at this point, this person needs to be told through your language, body language, energy, et cetera, who's boss. So could you, could you imagine yourself being a little bit stronger and saying this must be corrected by this date, by this time? Because it's not the standard that I'm setting as the, as the supervisor. Could you move into that? It's just a little bit stronger, a little bit more powerful. Yes, I think at this point I have um, enough knowledge and uh, experience as a supervisor that I, I think I have to do that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just going to ask you to restate that last statement. I think I'm going to have to do that. Let's take it up. I Let's will. Up, I will that. do okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. And, and yeah. notice even when you said that, your energy lifted up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank so, you so much. Yeah, you got it. Just keep practicing that version of Julia because she's the person that energetically is going to, um, I'm going to use the word dominate Julia, even though women don't love that word. And I don't mean as a, as a, as a dominating, you got to do it this way because I'm the boss, but mm -hmm. you have to have the energy of being in charge. Now there are some people who don't need that, but you have to have that for you to be in that role of being able to reel in folks who are either thinking differently about you being in charge or they just have a different signature about what they perceive. As a woman, you have an extra responsibility to take your power seriously. And that's just the way that it is in this world. I hate to be the bearer of that news for you, but that's true. I agree, yes. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much you for your it. time and your you advice. It. Thank you. Take you care. You got it. All right. Okay. Rock on with that. All right, Julia. Nice to talk to you. Thanks. You got it. Bye -bye. So, so when we have those types of situations, folks, we have to be able to pull ourselves into the highest version of who we are. And sometimes as was, uh, Julia describing her situation. Sometimes the person that we really want to be authentically may not be the highest version of what we must be to be a powerful person in the world. And I'm going to tell you this, not only my own personal experience, but also working with over 750 women over the years in my 12 week workshop, you will be a better friend, mother, sister, daughter, coworker, by being more in your power. You don't have to power over everyone to be in your power. Some people require that, like it sounds like this team member of Julia's is gonna require her to power over a little bit more because some human beings are gonna take advantage of any perceived weakness. Julia, if you're still listening, here's the other thing I wanna share with you. This coworker for you is a gift because he's telegraphing a little bit of a weak signal that you're sending out into the field. And some people will just latch onto that and just run with it. Here's, here's the best solution when that happens. You gotta see that as an opportunity to upgrade. So when people are taking advantage of you, walking all over you, not doing as you say, et cetera, et cetera, especially as a supervisor, you've got to see that as a signal that you've got an energy or power leak that has to be taken care of. 
And so you've got to up level, upgrade. You've got to bring your soul vibration up to a higher level. So that coworker is truly a gift. Because Julia, I'm going to tell you this, being more powerful with him is going to allow you to be more powerful in general. And that is always something that's going to feel better. Your creator made you to be a powerful human being on this planet, to make a difference and not to have to dance around someone else's energy. And when we're all in our most powerful self, we all get along and create together and work better in harmony as a team. When we have a group of powerful people together, we actually have a better work environment. And true leaders, really great leaders, know how to bring the power and the certainty and the soul's vibrational level up of all of their people. Because they know that their team works best when each individual person is in their power. And that doesn't mean power as in, as in negative behavior. That's, that's forceful nastiness. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being in your divinity, being in your soul's power, being able to live and work in a way of harmony and powerfulness about who you are and not to dance around someone else's energy. So that is the best way to live and it is the best way to work. Your ability to be a powerful, soulful person at work will impact all of your coworkers to the positive. And yes, there will be the reflection of someone out there who might be reflecting a little bit of a weakness or an energy leak or wanting to be a certain way that you think you're supposed to be kind, you're supposed to be giving people the benefit of the doubt, but that may indeed be an energy leak. And sometimes a human being is going to be Jive in on that energy leak and take advantage of it. And that is your signal that you need to upgrade. That person who is taking advantage of a perceived weakness in your energy pattern is a gift to you. It's just like if you sprain your ankle, it's going to hurt. If you sprained your ankle and it didn't hurt, you'd keep walking on your sprained ankle and eventually it would break. So when you have an energy leak, when you have a weakness that needs to be shored up, the pain you receive in the outside world is just the signal you need to do something about that. It is your problem to fix your energy leaks, your power gaps. It is your responsibility and when you see things like that, and Julia, that was a perfect call for today, and I really totally appreciate you stepping out and sharing that and being open and vulnerable to that. When you have those types of energy leaks that are coming through other people, when your coworkers are acting certain ways that are not empowering to you, you must perceive that as a signal to upgrade your soul's power. Your coworkers are giving you gifts Oh, I'm not where I want to be with my power. I need an upgrade. Oh, I need to stand in my power more with that person. Because there are people who have some other of their template of how they react to the world. And they're going to slide in 
to that little weakness you have. They're going to slide into that little self-doubt. They're going to slide in to all of these little pieces that aren't quite shored up yet. And it's a constant journey. You're going to have people that are going to push those issues because they're brought into that energy signature that you're putting out there and you don't even know you're putting it out there because your mental psychological brain can't be figuring all of that stuff out, which is why our creator in the universe was put together in such a way to give us external signals of things that we can't mentally pick up. Energetically, you're going to get all of this information and you have a choice to do something about it. And that's how your coworkers and you are in an energetic dance. And the best way to perceive that is to say, they're helping me become more powerful because if something's not going the right way, I need to take responsibility and do something about it. And this is the work that I do in my kick-ass career workshop with professional women who need to bring their soul up to the next level of vibration in order to claim their dream job and be who they want to be. Ultimately, when you get your power ramped up to a certain level, and you're able to be a certain way in the work world, you will make more money, you'll have a greater contribution in the world, and you'll feel more powerful and more awesome. And you'll feel that soul that was given to you by your creator be lit up, and it'll, it'll be nothing short of awesome and amazing because you are a miracle and you are powerful. This is Coach Mo Fall. If you'd like to learn more about how we do what we do, you can visit my free webinar at mofall.com slash masterclass. And if you're ready for a complimentary career clarity call, that is mofall.com slash give me clarity. We'll see you next week at Bring Your Soul to Work. This is Coach Mofall, mofall.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.